Hi, this is Paul. Welcome to 104 Lord. If you enjoy this episode, please feel free to share it on Facebook. And don't forget to subscribe so that you'll get notified of future episodes. Thanks again and enjoy 104 Lord. Hey everybody, it's Paul with 104 Lord, and tonight I'm coming to you from Cookville, Tennessee. And Cookville is off of Interstate 40 in Tennessee. It's between Nashville and Knoxville, and I'm parked for the night, so time to get back into the Gospel of Matthew. And uh, tonight we're going to start off in uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 1. And um, like last time, I'm going to first just read through the scripture, the verses that we're going to cover, um, and, uh, and then expound upon those. Um, tonight, what I think we're going to do is just go uh, verse 1 through verse 3. The uh, we're we're getting into what people call the uh, the beatitudes. I don't really like that title because uh, I don't I don't think there's so much attitudes because an attitude is something that you can flippantly turn on and off fairly fairly easily. But these are more um, qualities, traits, characteristics. Uh, I guess you could call them. Um, but anyway, um, so let's just jump in and and. Reason I want to take Matthew five kind of slow because there's I mean this is the Sermon on the Mount as they say and and there's so much that Jesus said here and I don't want to rush through it so um, I'm going to be taking this kind of slow just a few verses at a time so it's going to take us a while to get through Matthew chapter five uh, but I don't think you'll mind I think you'll enjoy uh, us taking our time and and really drawing out of the scripture. The, the great depth and meaning that's there. Um, and uh, and the, that's the great thing about the Word of God is the more you study it, the more you see in it. You can never exhaust it. Uh, you can never, uh, that well never runs dry. So let's go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 1. It says, uh, and this is when Jesus was on the mountain, right? And getting ready to teach his disciples. It says, and seeing the multitudes, he went, up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him. Verse 2, And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So that's the first thing he says is, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And um, so let's look at that. Um, I like to cross-reference things because the the Bible really explains itself quite well if you take the time to to know it. Um, the the more you study the whole Bible, uh, Jesus, you know, Jesus talked about man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The more you study the whole Bible, the more the, the questions start to answer themselves. So let us look at Psalm 34. Okay. Going back to Psalms. Psalm 34. And um, let's look at verse 18.
Psalm 34, 18. And remember, what we're looking at is, what does it mean to be poor in spirit? Psalm 34, 18 says, The Lord is nigh, the word nigh means near, so the Lord is near unto them that are of a broken heart, and save as such as be of a contrite spirit. Okay? Um, let's look at Psalm 51, verse 17. Psalm 51, verse 17. It says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. All right, let's look at, and I am leading somewhere, so don't worry. This I'm not just going to keep reading verses. We are going to get into some explanation here. Isaiah, Isaiah 57 just kind of establishing something here. Isaiah, right before Jeremiah, chapter 57. Isaiah 57, verse 15. For, for thus saith the high and lofty one, talking about God, uh, God, obviously, that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Let's read that again. For thus saith the high and lofty one, the that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. All right, Isaiah 66. Isaiah 66, verse 2. Let's start in verse 1. Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you build unto me? So God's saying, what, what house are you going to build for me? The whole heaven is my throne, and the earth itself is my footstool. What house are you going to build for me? Right? And what is And where is the place of my rest? For all those things has my hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is of a poor and contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. So there's that word, poor and contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. So to be poor in spirit is to be of a of a contrite heart and to uh, you know you've heard of, of the word contrition right um and in in the same context in which this is used it talks about brokenness right and a good example of this is when jesus was teaching and he said that 
that he talked about two men that were praying. And one of them was a Pharisee, and he prayed thus with himself. I find that kind of humorous. It says he prayed thus with himself and said, I thank you, God. <laughs> so, you know, I just, there's a certain, I don't know, a certain, I find a certain humor in that turn of phrase. But anyway, um, the, the, the Pharisee said, I thank you, Lord, that I am not like other men. I fast, uh, I forget how many times. It's, sorry, y'all, it's late. I've been driving all day. But uh, he, he fasted a lot, right? Fast twice a day or something like that. Um, I give to the poor. I do this. I do that. And I'm not like other men. I'm not like this this publican back here. And the publican, and a publican was a, uh, he was a Jew who was um, working with the occupying Roman government. And these people were seen as the lowest of the low. They were seen as traitors to their own people. Right? They were not highly respected in the community. Um, and the publican was standing in the back and it said that he wouldn't even so much as lift his eyes to heaven, but beat upon his chest and said, have mercy unto me, a sinner, O Lord. And it said that the latter went away justified rather than the first. You see, that publican, he was of a poor and contrite heart. He, he, would, he wouldn't even lift his eyes to heaven. He was so aware of his own sinfulness and his own inadequacy that he just, he, he, he wouldn't even lift his eyes to heaven. He bowed his head and he beat against his chest and he said, have mercy on me, Lord, a sinner. And it says that he went away justified rather than the first. So that's what it means to be poor in spirit. It means to be broken. It means to be contrite. It means to be humble in your heart. And really, humility, all humility really is, is being real with yourself and with God. Because, I mean... You know, to to see yourself in 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 the in realistic terms as God would see you, and uh, yeah, I know that that we are children of God, that we are the righteousness of God in Christ. But all of the good things that we are have that we have are things that He gave us. Um, we're not any of those good things on our own. And, you know, Paul, the Apostle Paul said, I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Okay. Um, so that, that poverty of spirit is simply that, that brokenness and that awareness that in my own strength, I can do nothing. In my own wisdom, there is no wisdom. Um, and that I need God just to just to tie my shoes in the morning. I mean, 
that I that I I can do nothing without God, and that I have no righteousness unless He gives it to me, and that's what it is to be poor in spirit. So, and, and I like where He gets into it in uh, in Isaiah sixty six here. Um, it says, even to him that is of a poor and contrite spirit and trembleth at my word. When's the last time we trembled at the word of God? When's the, when's the last time we, we so reverenced God that we trembled at his word? That it's like, you know, that, that, that we, we, we show him that much awe and respect, um, that that the thought of of saying or thinking or doing something that displeases him um that we would tremble before him and you know yes he's our father but he's still god and he just he still he still just, just being our father does not in any way take away from the reality that he deserves our reverence and our respect, um, you know, so, and, and I love the fact that, you know, that God says, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. But down here it says, but to this man will I look. So, you know, God, who is the highest of the high, he likes to hang out with the lowest of the low when, when, we see when that's how we see ourselves uh, that the, the bible says that god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble and if if we see ourselves in truth that that we have no strength you know uh, uh, apart from the strength that he gives us we have no wisdom apart from the wisdom that he gives us then we become the kind of people that God likes to hang out with, right? Um, he doesn't like to, you know, people that are very self-righteous, people that, you know, I'm better than that that schlub over there. Uh, and I've never done this and I've never done that. You know, I don't drink and I don't chew and I don't run with those that do. God doesn't like to hang out with those people, right? Um, they don't really tend to know fellowship, true fellowship with God. And the people that I think, the people that know God the best, are the people who have had a real experience in their life where they have come to see just how weak and and needy they are. Um, people have had, you know, major failures in their life. I think those people are the people who are most able to see the goodness of God and our need for him. Uh, and, and people who haven't yet come to that place in their life where they, where they've, where they see, um, that, that they're weak, that they're needy, that they're, they don't have it all together. Um, you know, that they're really they're really missing out on something um so and and you know i don't know 
what it takes for someone to get to that point other than, you know, they say the, um, that good experience, uh, what, what was it? Um, uh, oh man, wisdom comes from experience. Experience comes from a lack of wisdom or something like that. I don't know. Um, somebody, maybe one of y'all can email me the saying it's, uh, it's pretty good, but, um, you know, we, we come to that place of broken in a, brokenness in our lives and that realization that we don't have it all figured out and that we're not strong and that we need him. And that place of brokenness is where we can really begin to experience the living God. So that's what I've got tonight. And, uh, by all means, uh, shoot me an email at 104lord at gmail.com. That's T-E-N-F-O-U-R-L-O-R-D at gmail.com. And uh, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't done that already. If, you, if there's a particular episode that you really enjoy, feel free to share that on Facebook with your friends if you think it'll be a blessing to someone. So, as always, grace and peace to you. Through Jesus Christ. Good night. Thanks for listening to 104 Lord. Now, if you want to have your faith inspired, listen to How God Answered My Seven Point Prayer. That is a prayer that God answered that had seven very specific details to it. And I think you're just going to be blown away by God's love and his willingness to take care of our every need. And then listen to Five Keys to Answered Prayer to help you to learn principles from the Word of God on how to see answered prayer in your life like that. Now, please help spread the Word by telling others about 10-4 Lord. Remember to subscribe, and as always, please email me with questions and testimonials. I'd love to hear about your testimonials of answered prayer. And then uh, the email address for that is 104lord at gmail.com. That's the word spelled out T-E-N-F-O-U-R l-o-r-d at gmail.com that's t-e-n-f-o-u-r-l-o-r-d at gmail.com thanks god bless grace and peace to you in the name of jesus christ hey this is paul with 104 lord and if you enjoy the show and if it's a blessing to you like to support it just go ahead and click on that support tab and if you'd like to have your faith encouraged go and listen to the episode called how god answered my seven point prayer and uh, i think you'll be amazed at how good god is in spite of how foolish we are so uh, again that's how god answered my seven point prayer that episode and that's a prayer that had seven specific details that god answered every single one so and again As always, grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ.